trapped by your traditions. Trapped by your traditions. I want you to write this down. We get this from our text. Trapped by your traditions. Trapped by your traditions. In other words, hindered from living in the freedom whereby Christ has set you free because of the doctrines of men. So we're talking about trapped by your traditions. Now, uh, write this down for a working definition for traditions. For those who are saying, what do you mean by traditions? What do you mean by traditions? And I had Tamara, she's going to put it up on the screen. You can write it down. So what I mean by tradition, and we get this from our text, laying aside the commandments or the word of God and promoting the traditions of men as commandments or doctrines of God. Can we all read that together? Are you ready? Laying aside the commandments or the word of God and promoting the traditions of man, men as commandments or doctrines of God. In other words, I know God said this, but tradition, and that word tradition, it literally means things handed down or things passed on from one generation to the next. Now, there are some things that are good uh, traditionally to keep. So, but we're talking about those things, man of God, that man has imposed on men as doctrines of God. Those things that are in error. Those things that go against, daughter, the word of God. So we're talking about those individuals are trapped. And see, one of the things we have to understand uh, why this is so necessary and beneficial is because as new creations, all this is going to tie it together. As new creations in Christ, we live from or by the faith of Jesus. <laughs> we put our faith, our confidence in what he did. So you are no longer working to be justified before God. Jesus made us right before God. And you put your faith in that and rest right there. Are you here? But, but, but one of the reasons why this is so vital is because the traditions, and we're going to see this, but let me give you a little bit. But because uh, what, what happens is when we lay hold to those traditions, it makes the word of God of no effect. We're about to see this, okay? But the reason why I'm giving you this now because I'm going to give it to you again because it bears repeating. I want this to seep. I want it to cement ah, into your spirit. Making the word of God, what happens when we follow man's tradition? It makes the word of God of no effect. That word uh, effect in the Greek, it literally means to deprive of authority or to counsel. Do you hear that? So whenever... You try to become right with God by your own works or your efforts. You deprive the authority of God's word from working in your life. 
or it has no effect. In other words, you cancel the word of God's effectiveness when you follow man's way and not his way. And the reason we're not seeing a lot of things produced for a lot of believers is because although they are believers, rather than following the traditions of the word of God or following the word of God, they're following the traditions of denominations. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the particular denomination if God is the builder. Why, except God but house those who labor, labor in vain. Okay, so whatever it is, if God is the builder. Okay, so when I say that, because if we want to get technical, we're not going to find all these names that we see in these denominations. But what should be the foundation of these denominations are the apostles' doctrines. Which, which are nothing more than the teachings of Christ. So if the word of God is not the foundation, then that denomination is an error. Are you here? So, so but when I say we're following denominational traditions, I'm talking about those things that man has inserted in those denominations that goes against the word or these do's and don'ts that they impose on us that God doesn't even impose on us. Also, traditions are things that were under the old covenant that they still try to bind us by. You and I were not under that covenant. Well, how do you know that? Because I know how to read my word. Are you here? You were not born under that covenant. Are you with me? Now, it's our schoolmaster. There are principles and things that we can learn from that. Prime example, we just uh, celebrated uh, Passover and, and uh, what else? Something else we just celebrated. Okay, there's nothing wrong with celebrating those. But we're not to be bound by those things. Why? Because they were just a shadow of things to come until Christ came. Christ is the reality. That's why you shouldn't let anybody judge you concerning what you eat, what you drink, what you wear, what day you worship. Yeah. I'd rather show you. Because, because you have people even hung up on what day to worship. <laughs> Fight no trivial matters, man of God. What we're about to see uh, these religious leaders are doing. Let's read because if not, I'll, I'll get hung up. But we're talking about what? Trapped by your traditions. Again, I want you to hear me clearly. When you follow the traditions of man, see what you're trying to do now is establish your righteousness by what you do. Listen to me. You're trying now to become something that you don't have the power to do. That's why it makes the word of no effect. This is this this I, I want this. I want you to chew on this for a minute because 
You have people who are upset at God because they're saying, Lord, I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. Holy Ghost filled and all the other stuff. Okay? But since, and they may, see, you can be sincere but sincerely wrong. You can be just as sincere as you want to be. But if you're in error, nothing, the word doesn't work because you're sincere. Heaven's blessings are manifested because you cry. The Lord will bother your tears, the word of God tells us. There's compassion, but, 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 but blessings aren't procured because you are crying. And things don't work out for you just because you are frustrated. They're going to work when you come into agreement with the word of God. That's when they work. Prime example, you ever tried to put something together, you had the directions, but you thought you could do it without the directions? Okay, well, what happens, you, you, you get frustrated. And you try to piece together. And, and, and that's what a lot of Christians do. They're frustrated. But see, they won't read or study the, 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 how, how to make this thing a success is in the directions. And the word of God is or gives us the directions on how to live a godly life. Matter of fact, he has given us everything that pertains to living a godly life. Are you here? So now, so let's go to Mark 7. Now, I want to read the verses, then you, you remember last week I said I want to go back and explain each verse. So let's attempt to do that in these next few minutes. Uh, but where we left off, and go back to last week, I gave you some context, context on Mark, who Mark was. It's also the same John Mark in the book of Acts, and uh, I gave you all that. Okay? But where we left off, we left off, uh, and write this down, and this is true. What you can expect whenever you confront and break away from the traditions and doctrines of man. This is what you can expect. I said some things last week, and Pastor was like, hey, such uh, just had mentioned that. That such you know, but she hadn't told me, it just came out of my spirit. So, so I know this to be true. Okay, so uh, whatever you or what you can expect whenever you confront and break away from the, tra from the tradition of doctrines of men, okay? So we're talking about when, when revelation truths come and you want to break away from those old customs that diametrically oppose the word of God. That's not the word of God. Hey, listen, stop doing this. Say what the word, do this. When, when you are in, encountering someone, people are bad about saying what my preacher says. Here's the only thing about that. Sometimes what your preacher say may not be right. But I know the word of God, rightly divided, is true. My preacher said, yeah, but he, my preacher said women can't wear pants. See, and now you, you've done started that doctrine. And you yoked up women and can't wear pants or don't wear pants because some man with some erroneous teaching 
has passed that down. Are you here? So, so, so there's something. Say what the word of God says and give them scripture. Rightly divided. But what you can expect. Now, I'm telling you, when, when revelation truth comes into God, it, it's, it's, it's like, man, euphoric. I mean, it's like, whoo. Listen. And you want more of it. And let me tell you something. People who are searching, they know there's more. That's why it's so important. That's why it's so important to be, again, you worship where the Lord leads you. God sets the members in the body as it pleases him. You don't join a particular church because we all grew up Baptists. We all grew up holiness. We all grew up Methodist. We all grew up. No, no, no. I, when, I, when I get to that age of understanding, comprehension, and I'm an adult, if God so leads me elsewhere, I need to follow God and not mama and them. Oh, oh. Some of your mothers probably going to say bad things about me, but I don't care. Some of your fathers and friends may say he's wrong. No, the word of God is right. Are you here? I'm not saying leave. I'm saying is that where God called you? Because you can be somewhere. The music is good. The fellowship is good. The preaching is good. But spiritually, your spirit man is constantly dying of spiritual malnourishment, malnourishment because you're not getting what you need to help sustain your spirit. Yeah, I love the music, but when it comes to the word, I still leave depressed. I still leave dry. I still leave with questions unanswered. I still feel, I still feel like I'm in bondage. You hear? Do you remember throughout the gospel when Jesus uh, was preaching in the synagogue and there was this girl who was uh, a daughter of Abraham, a child of covenant, who was bent over for 18 years? And when Jesus seen her, wait, 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 hold up, this is a daughter of Abraham. You ought not be like this, okay? So what, what, did, he, what did he tell her? Daughter, thou art loose, okay? Now, this is the thing. She was bent over for 18 years, okay? Now, I don't know how long she was going to that particular church. or uh, 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 Church, are you here? Watch this. She could have been going all those 18 years. But here's the point. It wasn't until the anointing showed up that she got her healing. And I'm saying, and I say that to say this, you can go to whatever synagogue, whatever church you want to, every Sunday, Sunday in and Sunday out. But it's not until you get to where there is an anointing for you that breakthrough is going to keep coming through for your life. So you want to be where the anointing is for me. See, there's a big difference. See, religion don't teach you that. Teach you to keep doing what was handed down. And you would sit somewhere and everybody dying in the church. When, when I, I'm talking about spiritually. Because of fallen tradition. 
But here's what you can expect. Write this down. Expect agitation. <laughs> agitation. Now, that's going to work both sides. There's going to be an agitation. There's going to be a, uh, a disturbance from those who are still bound and see you breaking away. Then there's going to be an unrest because now that truth has come, you want more. So, so don't be surprised. The reason why I'm saying that because you can let the agitation put you back in bondage. Why? Because you feel uneasy. And we know most people don't like change. No, they don't. You know how to eat vegetables? Huh? Expect what? And we went over this last week. I'm just, I'm still reviewing. So there's going to be what? Agitation. Why? Because that bound man now wants to be free. She heard something that, oh, wait a minute. Woo. That blessed me. I've never heard that before. And I've never had anybody to show me in the word. You hear? This is, seg- this is a segue back into faithful and new creation in Christ. But hold on, th- th- that, if you get the revelation of that, your life will never be the same because now you're really resting in Jesus. Hold on, hold on. I, I, and I, I'm going to say it because it's in the Bible. It, 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 and, and watch this. Notice the great faith, strong faith. I, when in the gospel, Jesus talked about, you know, I've never seen so much great faith. You got to remember, that was still old covenant. The new covenant technically doesn't start to after the death, burial, resurrection, sin, ascension of Jesus. That's why Acts is really the new covenant or the birth of the church. Jesus was still here in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Are you here? So, so and I'm saying that to say, when you become a believer, I don't need strong faith. I need to be strong in the faith of Jesus. I don't have to have because I'm not dependent on my faith. And, 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 and I've showed you this in Romans 4 when the Bible talks about Abraham was strong in faith. That word in the Greek literally means he was strengthened in the faith. He was strengthened in what God told him. See, if it's my faith, daughter, now I'm being proud. Yeah. See, by, you see, you were f- saved by grace through faith. Lest any man should boast. See, in Habakkuk, what we were told, the just shall live by his faith, no. Wrong interpretation. Well, how can you say that? Again, because I can't read. When you study Habakkuk 2 and 4, again, I'm not teaching on that, but since y'all pulling in that direction. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Listen. Habakkuk went to the Lord because he was upset about the wickedness that was going on around him. Okay? He petitioned the Lord. Again, I said it last week again. You could, I can say it again today. You can ask God questions. See, traditionally, old Rev told you you couldn't ask God questions. 
That's why Rev never had anything manifest because he. Now, whether or not you like the answer or the response between you and God, but you can ask God questions. Some still don't want to say amen to that because tradition got a hold on you. Got a yoke around your neck. I'm just going to accept it. No, no, no. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. You better learn how to ask. Okay? As a matter of fact, some of you don't have the answer because you ask not. So you got not an answer. In my best English. Okay? So, 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 so here's, what, here's what happens, guys. Listen, so, so let's, let me tell you something. When the Lord gave me that, I sat on it for a whole year. Because I, I said, Lord, nobody's teaching this. I'm, and I studied it for another year. When did I teach it? Was it last year or year before? Last year? So it's been, yeah, it's been almost two years now. Y'all need it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this, this, is, this is leading up to that. But, 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 but here's the thing. Um, it, and it's all, it's been there in the Word the whole time. But Habakkuk, so when the Lord responded, he told me, you know, y'all know to write the vision, make it plain, yada, yada, those, those who read it may run. But he goes on to say, see, in contrast, the proud lives by, put that verse up, Tamara, Habakkuk too. But where, see, the proud, the Babylonians were proud. Okay? Look, behold, the proud, his soul is not upright here, but the just, right here, his, is talking about having faith in God or from the faith of God. Now, it wasn't talking about the individual, at the, uh, it wasn't talking about faith for my, my faith, per se. No, it was Whereas the proud, the Babylonians, are upright. I mean, their, their soul is upright in them. Why? Because they're proud. But in contrast, the righteous live by their faith in him. Put the Amplified Version up. And I'm saying that to say it, at no point, and I'll say it again, at no point were the children of Israel ever to be uh, independent of God. In other words, they, they were always supposed to be dependent on God. They were, they, they, they were never not to be dependent on God. Even when they had to stick to the requirements. You had the ceremonial laws, moral laws, civil laws. When their thing was, here's where their faith came in. If I do this according to the requirement, then what God said would happen should happen. But it wasn't them, it wasn't their faith in that. Their faith was in God that if I did that, what he said happened would happen. Look at the proud one. His soul is not right within him. But the righteous will live by his faith in the true God. He was telling him, no, they're going to get theirs. They're gonna, the, the Babylonians are going to get what's coming to them. But you, the righteous, keep trusting me. He wasn't saying, live by your faith. Come on 
Christ is the author and finisher of, uh, he is the author and finisher of our faith. Matter of fact, you can't even get saved except the Lord draw you. So that in-birth persuasion, that faith comes from him. Are y'all here? We're not teaching that today. I showed you in Galatians, a new faith has come. We've seen the Hebrews that <laughs> we see all the testimony of the great patriarchs of old, testimonies of faith. But God having provided something better for us. And that was Jesus. That's why our faith is the completion of what they have faith. See, they have faith in that this Messiah that you're talking about, he's coming. And our faith is when we trust him, it's evidence that what they believe, oh, it happened. Why? Because now we're living in the reality of the one that y'all prayed for or the one that y'all were believing. We're living in the reality of it. One more. Let's get to this. Galatians 2.20 real quickly. The King James Version. See, oh, I, I know the, 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 what we call the, the faith preachers. It's, it's right here, sir. And I learned from the I went to ministry school for, and studied under the apostle Frederick K.C. Price. So who, who was the faith man? But even he would I would submit to say that even he would be somewhat concerned if as one who graduated from his ministry school, one who studied him, we don't take it further than where they left off. See, if I'm still preaching on what was preached 30 years ago, if there's no new revelation, I'm not saying a new thing. I'm talking about if, if there's no deeper or greater revelation on what he taught 30 years ago, something is wrong. And see, that's what we do. We just keep preaching on what Rev said. That doesn't mean that Rev was wrong. But 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 it, 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 let me tell you what. How did this happen? And how did that happen? I tell you how it happened. A lot. See, God is merciful. See, some stuff happened. Not that we was in faith that we thought we was. He's just that good. And listen. And a lot of things, look, look, some of the stuff we was hitting, some, some of it we was right, some of it might have been wrong, but you want to hit it more than you miss it. Are you here? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but who lives, liveth in me? Christ. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith. Ah. I live by the faith of. <laughs> I live by the faith of the 
So we're, in other words, what he finished, I'm just living in agreement with everything that he satisfied that's mine. I'm living in agreement with that. You hear? Well, I'm not getting all the seat. You got to come back when we get on faith. But, but, but look, if I'm living by the faith of Jesus, why my faith got to be strong? Why I have to have mighty faith? Well, well, you need to be strong. Let me say, let me back up. You need to be strong in your convictions and your belief. But I don't have to have great faith. Why? Because I'm just living in agreement with the great God. I, I don't have to have great. What I need to do is have faith in a great God. Are you here? So, so matter of fact, what's great faith? See, let me tell you how we can get proud with that. Oh, I got strong faith. I got great faith. So what you saying? I don't. What, what, what's great faith to you? What is great faith? What, is, what does that mean? See? I got great faith. Ah, ah. But, but see, that's pride. Because you on your own can't manifest one blessing. But what you can do is come into agreement with what the Father said about you and things that manifest. That's one thing that gets me when, when I see people preaching stuff from back. Listen, dude, it, this, this is what revelation is. Revelation, Greek word apocalypse, it just means to reveal, to uncover, to disclose. So a revelation is not something new. It's, it's just something that has been uncovered or revealed, unveiled. So when we get revelation, it's not a new thing. It's new to you because you're just now seeing it or it's been disclosed to you, but it's been there all the time. So when we hear revelation, it's something that's been there, daughter, that's now been revealed or uncovered. And you mean to tell me there's nothing to be revealed beyond what the apostles of old taught 30, 40, 50 years ago on the subject of faith? Are you here? Okay, so expect what? Agitation. Then we said expect dissonance, okay, or cognitive dissonance. In other words, now that this revelation of truth has been revealed and this better way, see that there's going to be somewhat some dissension because you're used to going this way and now you want to go this way. So now I'm dealing with conflicting beliefs. Well, how do I get beyond that? You keep declaring the word of God. You keep saying what he said about you, your situation, and your circumstances. Are you here? So, 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 so but see, you, you got to do it. You, you, can't just, you can't just say it one time. You, you know, you have to keep saying. Are you here? So, so and, and I'm saying this to say these are things that they're, you shouldn't expect strange. 
see that kind of di- dissonance to have you, you know, you'll do it today, but if, I don't, if I'm not consistent with it, you'll fall back in the other. Why? Because of the com- conflict and beliefs. So I have to keep doing it until those new pharaohs are dug. Are you here? So there's going to be some dissonance. Then two, oh, we talked about this one. There's going to be accusation. We're still in Mark, right? Go back to Mark 7. Okay? There's going to be accusation. Notice in Mark 3 we see uh, Jesus being accused because he was healing somebody on the Sabbath. Or rather he should heal somebody on the Sabbath. Not only that, he was accused of being demon-possessed in the same chapter, chapter 3. So there's going to be accusation when you go against tradition. Girl, look at you. You got on earrings. You got on makeup. Yeah. They're going to send you to hell over there at that church. That's how people would talk. Man, you're wearing jeans at church. Bruh, you got a ball cap on your head. Boy, you, man, God, God, I, see, see, now you're trying to establish your righteousness by outward works. We about to see this. Wearing T-shirts to church. Oh, 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 that's just, oh, oh, I'm gonna. See, that's that religious mindset. See, trying to be right before God by a whole bunch of outward nonsense. I'm not doing that come as you are stuff. Just come. Then what gets me, people tell you come as you are, then they have a whole list of how to come as you are. <laughs> well, come as you are. No ball caps, no jeans, uh, no leggings, no, no skinny jeans, no... Uh, but come as you are. We're not having... We, listen... We're going to dress how we dress however, man. There's, uh, we're not doing the Sunday day. That, this, we, now we're getting like the corporate world. Every third Sunday, just down day. Dress how you want to dress. First, second, third, whatever Sunday. Come as you want to come. It's just, just yoking people up. It's, 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 it's getting people all yoked. You don't know what to wear. From what Sunday? What Sunday is this? Can I wear jeans today? Can I wear this? What they say wear on the second time? What they think? What they think? See, and I don't care who don't like it. We're talking about stuff that man is imposing on people. Where are it saying about how to dress on the fourth Sunday? On the third. We, 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 got, we got to do better, man. Cover your tattoos up. Nah, well, come, see, see we're just, we just, we just getting crazy. I know they're dimming me to hell because I got tattoos and I might wear some holy, I, might, I don't know what they said about me, and don't give a rat's rear end. Because I'm not doing it for man. God called me to do this. Are y'all here? I need another hour. They tell me I got nine minutes, but I really need, would y'all sit for another hour? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Look, look. Let me get to the top of the point. So, so there's going to be what? Accusation. And I, we went to Mark last week on that. Then th- this is where we left off at. 
there's going to be religious ostracism. Oh, you're going to be ostracized. Oh, yeah. How you go with that, that non-denominational See, this is what non-denominational means. A non-denominational ministry is a ministry whose teachings, whose doctrines are strictly from the word of God. There's no man-made indoctrination, biases inserted. No, it's the apostles' doctrines. What? The teachings of Christ. That's all it means. Okay, now watch this. So if you, if, if you come from an organized traditional church and go, if, the, if, if liberty is not there, because there are liberties in a lot of places, but if liberty is, liberty is not there, you go somewhere where there's liberation. Oh, they can talk about it. If grandma knew you left the AME, she would turn over in that grave. No, grandma would be like, you should have left way before now. If, if that's not where God called you to be. Amen. See, you think I'm not taking no denomination. I'm saying you want to be where God called you to be. Are you here? So there's going to be what? Religious ostracism. It is coming from those who refuse to become unstuck by the tradition of men. By tradition and religion. So the, most of your negativity, negativity, when you start making positive advancement and moves, it's going to come from people who are still stuck. That's why even in the natural, when you start progressing and advancing, it's usually the people who's not doing anything that, that criticizes you. And let me encourage you, stop focusing... You, you, one thing you never, who, you've never seen me put up post like, your haters are my haters. And my, listen, the reason why I don't, because my Bible says pray for those who hate you. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what you do for your haters. Stop putting energy in people who are not adding value to you. You, you, just, you get bent out of shape all day talking about who don't like you. Move, it's dangerous to be concerned about what people think about you. Put that verse up for me, Tim. Somebody needs to see that. Why are you worried about what people think about you? Are you here? So there's going to be what? I lost somebody. Somebody's still stuck on their food. No, no, I got, I, I got strong faith. Are you here? It's dangerous to be concerned with what others think of you. But if you trust the Lord, you are safe. Hold up. So when truth comes, keep trusting the Lord. Don't worry about me. Yeah, you dumb, man. You, I don't know about that. Man, man, hey, man, I don't know. I went in there and everybody, they just didn't, they just didn't. Are you here? Now, we're still trying to get to Mark 7. Let me give you some information on religious ostracism. It, 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 watch this. It, it, those who attack you, again, it's going to be people who are trapped by the tradition. 
And it's usually people who only have a form of godliness, but they lack power. Timothy talks about that. And one of the reasons, proud, being proud was one of those reasons why people had that form of godliness. Unloving. Both, I mean, it was, he, he names all these things, but one of those things was being proud. See, when you're prideful, you, see, again, you're trying to do it by what you do. See, that's being pride, prideful. And when somebody else come along doing it God's way, that little prideful spirit raises its ugly head and try to condemn you because you're not doing it the way I'm doing it. Are you here? Guys, listen. If, if, if God is, if our justification is based upon what we do, we won't ever be justified. Because we would never measure up trying to do it ourselves. You won't. That was the purpose of Jesus coming, so we wouldn't have to. Again, when you love, when you live in agreement, Going back to the faith series just for a second. You're going to love what he loved and hate what he hates. So you're going to do the right thing. Or you're going to purposely do the right thing. So it's not about this outward stuff. Are you with me? Now, we said uh, you're going to, there's going to be religious ostracism. Now, in Acts chapter 5, let's bounce around a little bit for the second time. Uh, there were multitudes gathering uh, surrounding the cities of Jerusalem. People were being healed. People who had tormented spirits, they were being delivered. I mean, the, the apostles, were, they were doing ministry. And what happened, the high priests and the religious leaders, they rose up against the apostles, threw them in jail. But an angel set them loose <laughs> and told them, listen, the, the, the angel set them free. The angel told them to go down to the temple and speak to the people the words of life. So, when they found out about this again, they were upset. Now, let's jump to verse 28, Acts 5, 28. And I'm trying to show you how uh, they were ostracized because of this. Again, they were meeting rejection, shunning. So when I'm, when, when I, what I mean by ostracism is there's going to be rejection. There's going to be shunning, blackballing, if you will. But if you trust God, you are safe. Are you here? Okay. Now, look, look at uh, what they said. This is what the religious leaders said. Saying, did we not strictly command you not to teach in this name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine. See, again, when you start preaching truths in the name of Jesus, and you start going against man's tradition, there are going to be people who raise their ugly head, religious heads. Are you here? Watch this. Uh, and look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood on us. Look at verse 29. But Peter and the other apostles said, but Pastor X, Pastor Tracy, and the Sikonic Glorians answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. So, so, so listen, in other words, and, and I'm closing. So as we start moving into greater truths and revelations 
of the word of God. And it goes against man's tradition. Okay? Man's doctrine. Keep trusting God. Have this attitude. I'd rather obey God and let the word be effective in my life than to obey man and makes the word of no effect or lack of authority in my life. Are you here? Man, the religious leaders got so livid that they wanted to kill the apostles. See, that's how, I'm, I'm going to show you that because look how strong that religious stronghold can be. And you even have people, you, you, you leave certain organizations. Oh. Leave the Jehovah's Witness. Oh, oh. I've met people who said their family disowned them because they went against. See, that's that, that t- tradition of man. That's why I, uh, I'm like Paul, man. When you get the truth, don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Live in that freedom whereby Christ has set you free, man. Are you here? So, so they wanted to kill him. But now let's skip down to verse 38 and 39. But, but there was this, a lawgiver by the name of Gamaliel and, and, and had some wisdom. But listen, listen what he said. This, this is what I want you to see. He says, verse 38, and now I say to you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this work is of men, it will come to nothing. This is what I'm going to show you. Well, if what we're teaching, if, if these truths are for me, it'll come to nothing. Are they telling you, don't worry about it then. You should be like, mama, leave them alone. Daddy, leave them alone. If it, 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 I, I feel freed. If it ain't it, then leave me. Let me just be freed. Wait. Okay? But if it is of God, which it is, you cannot overthrow it. Lest you even be bound to fight against God. So everybody who fight against the truth that you are walking in, they're not really fighting against you. They're fighting against God. Which takes me back. Just pray for your haters. They're not fighting against you. And I, I will say this. And the more you walk in that truth and in that light, you'll see those who once opposed you now being converted. Why? Because it came to something. Because it was of God. Are you here? Now. Mark 7, beginning at verse 1. And I told you last week, when we get to this passage of Scripture, between verses 1 and 13, Mark is dealing with God's law and human traditions, or truth versus tradition. Now, li- listen to what I'm saying. This is, what Mark, this is one of the things that Mark is doing. Listen to what I'm saying. Mark is opening the door, Crystal, for the culture of the church that will live in the truth or the reality that Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. Did you hear what I just said? So he's opening a door for the culture of the church that will live in the the reality 
that Jesus was the completion of the law. Okay? And what I mean by that, so now we're no longer under trying to do to be justified because he ended that. And now I live from the faith of Jesus. Okay? So, Mark 7, and we will pick up right here next week. So next week, I got to jump right into Mark verse 1. So y'all can't have me doing all that long review again. So Sunday, we're going to jump right to Mark what? 7 verse 1. So when I come in next time, I'm going to start reading right at verse 1. Where are we going to start? Now, one more thing before we close. We will get back into the faith, the message of faith for the new creation. So next Sunday, I need you not pull on that. I need you to pull on Mark 7. Okay? Who got that? So don't, don't pull on the faith next Sunday. Pull on Mark 7. So what are we going to pull on next Sunday? Come on, let's get a lot of hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.